What's up guys, Jonathan here. I know we don't normally start the show this way, but we have something extremely exciting to talk to you about. It's the thing we've been teasing for months now. It's happening. Bombs Away Live. That's right, Bombs Away Live, the only place where you can get the movie screen and have us make fun of it all in one giant live event. And if you're in the Southern California area, you are not going to want to miss this. August 16th, at the Frida Cinema in Santa Ana, a fully-themed event transporting you back to 1987 when this film was released. Featuring a hilarious pre-show filled with clips from previous episodes, multiple photo opportunities, 80s and movie-themed costume contest, and ninjas. That's right, ninjas. All this and more to celebrate the screening of the 1987 B-movie masterpiece, Miami Connection. That's right, we're doing Miami Connection. The Taekwondo 80s synth-pop masterpiece written, directed, and starring YK Kim comes to the screen for one night only, and right after, we're going to rip it apart. Featuring audience participation and live Q&A from you. That's right, you, but there's only one chance for you to do that. That's if you join us August 16th for Bombs Away Live. You can get your tickets for this amazing event by typing bombsawaylive.eventbrite.com. That's bombsawaylive.eventbrite.com. See you ninjas there. My father! I found my father! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! I I don't have a tagline for this. Okay. Do you want to make up some? Um, I can't even think of like what the movie does to make up a tagline, to like warrant a tagline, I guess. Do you um, have anything? <laughs> one plot versus another. Versus... The internal struggle of Godfrey Ho's entire career. <laughs> but that's suggesting there are actual plots. Oh, there is a plot. Mm. I got it. No, well, I got it. Well. You'll have to do some explaining. The film that Jarrett doesn't remember. <laughs> and I watched it hard. I was like, <laughs> pay attention, please. <laughs> and then, uh, I don't know. I think everything was just like, we're leaving. We're going here. We're here. Who's doing what? I'm going to start a band. Like, w- did the guy start a band? No, that's Miami He just can't. <laughs> no, he wanted to start a band and someone tried to eat his snacks. But then he was like, no, they are my snacks. Yeah, there was an entire thing about... Uh, we'll get to it. Anyway, so with five ninja fights, 12 hand-to-hand fights, one death by katana stabbing, nine deaths by gunshot, one death by vehicular manslaughter, one hand chopped off, one death by boomerang, one death by hanging, one death by glass bottle stabbing, three deaths by sword slicing, one death by impalement with a broken table leg, one sex scene, one death by fall, one exploding body, one exploding boat, and 21 deaths in total, with a four on IMDb, it's 1987's Cobra versus Ninja. Let's drop some bombs. Damn. So let me 
the fucking house! Jason, mother is talking to you! How would you like to curl up with a good book? In your dreams, make your wishes. I did it! I jumped to Lindbergh, baby! I am Joseph Mingala! Welcome to Bonds Away, the only podcast recorded inside a projection booth and the funny Yelp of bad movies. I'm Jonathan Young. Joining me in the studio, as always, is... Sorry, funny subjective. Yeah. Hey. That... Jared Seifert. That was my intro. <laughs> oh, what a movie that we have for you guys today. Was it? Oh, oh I mean, it's a movie. That mm... There's a lot of history to it, and that's why I brought it to the show. Well, let's hope it's an interesting history and it catches my attention more than this movie did, because well, the... I don't remember what I watched. Okay, so the history... But like you said in our shorties, the last 20 minutes, like, it works. The last 20 minutes are a movie. But the first hour 10, (laughs) hour 5, it's just, I don't, All right. there's ninja fights. Okay, so number one, let's. But I also don't think ninjas fight. Let's get something out of the way, okay? And I will do it very PC. (laughs) Uh, Oh, God, oh, no. when When you hire actors for your film. Right. Most of the time, unless it's like the two women from actually the Mission Impossible movies, the one that plays his wife and the current love interest who also look very almost identical to me. Kate Holmes? Not Katie Holmes. She, no, I hate you. Um, oh, no. Ex-wife. Right. 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 No, I think I think the two actresses, the one playing his wife from the third movie. And now she's in this latest one as well. I've never and seen then, an M.I. Really? Yeah. Uh, they're getting better with age. It's like wine. Yeah, well, com- based on what I've seen on this one, yeah. Henry Cavill. <laughs> so, but the the woman playing, uh, and, and this is a good preface, is the woman playing his wife, and then the woman that's been playing his kind of love interest in the last two, to me, look almost identical. Um, and so, in a film like this, where you're already, we're already dealing with, uh, by the way, folks, if you're listening to this and you actually want to get all the references. Uh, this is available on our YouTube right now. Yup, dub. So you can actually go there and watch Cobra versus Ninja. Um, but, and like I said, I got to say this PC, like you need to hire, like when we're dealing with like bad quality footage, like, and, um, and a lot of the scenes that are dark and, uh, and blurry, you got to hire very distinguishable actors. Or like, Get a different haircut. Like one, the one girl that That's I a always problem knew, too. she always had really great eye makeup, and I was like, I know her and I like her. Right. The sister Rose is that who it was? Rose is not. Lily is the sister. Rose is the love interest of that one guy. Uh, kind of, I guess. <laughs> the one that he meets on the beach? No, no. The one on the beach is a random chick. That's right. <laughs> Who's Rose? Okay, we'll get there. Right. What I'm saying is that a lot of people did it. Rose at least have the eye makeup. Uh, they all had eye makeup to me. Well, one of them had a really great eye makeup. I and real know. jazzy. You know, like I'm not looking at vibrant that. vibrant green. I'm not looking at that. I was. I was like getting some makeup tips. <laughs> sure. How can I make my eyes pop? So many of them look the same. They'll dress the same. They have the same haircut and um, some of the same facial features. Either like they're very young, athletic, male. Um, Asian uh, actors. Yeah. And... Well, the way this movie was made doesn't surprise me that they all went for, like, generic people. 
and and that's that's part of the problem and and so here's the history so why i wanted to bring this to the show is that the director of this film who's uncredited in this one because this was a part of his, what he would do mm-hmm. is is um so it's his name is godfrey ho godfrey ho was born in 1948 in hong kong and um he basically is considered the master of B-movie Hong Kong action movies, okay? Uh, Most would actually refer to his movies as Z-grade movies because they are what's known as a cut-and-paste technique. That's inching on some Pokemon territory. Peyton, you know what's up. (laughs) Hit me up in the comments, dude. Um, Z-grade moves, right? Z-moves. Ooh, all right. <laughs> it's all Pokemon now. There's like two other listeners that are like, oh, yeah, that's a stupid reference. Yeah. <laughs> so what he would do is he would shoot footage for one movie and then like often using like Caucasian act- actors for like exportation. Right. And then he would edit the scenes into several other movies, mixing them from footage from old or unfinished or unreleased Asian movies uh, that he would just buy the 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 footage from okay uh often using like thai chinese and filipino footage to fit in which is another thing like will we mentioned where it's like that guy doesn't even look japanese he looks filipino or like you said cuban yeah one one guy definitely looked cuban i was like what's happening so then a very colorful cast right it's great but at the same time i was like i don't know So then what he would do, he would try to make a story somewhat somewhat coherent through the dubbing and the voiceover. So like he would just take out the original uh, voices mm-hmm. and write his own new dialogue. And as long as the actions semi kind of like linked up with what the emotion was happening or something, he's like, good, we're good. Which is why sometimes you'll get scenes where it's like them talking for a long time and it's like, I don't know what to do. Sometimes it's like, I don't know what to do because I just don't know what to do because there's something yes. that I don't know what to do. And it's like, I get it. They be- just like keep repeating it because mostly they have to be- fill in Yeah, mostly gap. because something that they did in the beginning of the shot and something at the end all match up with what the story is. Uh, so like he's got to fill in that whole line God. of dialogue. But it's like they're um, talking for so long that they just repeat themselves. Yeah. So like over and over with and this like, technique, I, yeah, yeah, I. he would have then four or five movies um, with having spent the budget of one. Did you look at the writing credits? I know he's one of them. So the writing credits are pretty funny because Godfrey Ho is the story developed. He mm-hmm. developed the story. But then uh, Stephen So did the screenplay but he's, right. as Stephen Soul. But then the actual story is... AAV creative unit, which I'm guessing is what he bought the stock footage from. <laughs> um, so he would also, because people started knowing who he was, he would change his name or go uncredited as a director in a lot of films. Oh. Uh, right? Or partner up with the director, Joseph Lai. I just love his name, Godfrey Ho. Yeah. Because aren't we all just Godfrey <laughs> Ho's? Just reusing my own joke from the shorties. Yeah. That's not his original name, though. What? Godfrey Ho? Yeah. Well, no. That's his stage name. No, but that's what that's what people know him as. So, Chi Quang Ho. Yeah. Uh, so, that's his real. This name. is one of those movies that is a product of that, and another product of Godfrey Ho's films is 
Richard Harrison. Okay, Richard Harrison is like beefcake to the extreme. Yeah. So I ac- uh, not like I accidentally clicked on his profile, but I was like, well, I just want to see like more about this actor because he's like pretty old to be a ninja. But then it was like he was this muscly dude that like somehow went to Italy and then just got cast as like hunk. And yeah. I looked at all his pictures. He's in like a tiny little banana hammock at some point. Mm-hmm. That's um the male word for like a man's G string basically. Right. right. Um he had a pretty decent body, except on his photos on IMDB, it's like a hot black and white photo, a hot black and white photo, hot black and white photo. But then it gets to him between like the aged man we see in this movie and then like this hunky like 20 year old dude. And it's like him at like 40 or something. And I was like, oh, no, he's still shirtless at like 40. And yeah. it doesn't he didn't keep up the workout routine. And he stopped shaving his chest. I know. <laughs> yeah. Which like I don't mind the whole chest hair stuff. But man, he did not look. Sure. Uh, that was overripened. So point. Richard Harrison, which um, uh, has been in some great Godfrey Ho movies that mm-hmm. I've seen. Like Ninja Terminator is probably one of the most insane things they ever did. It's a Ninja Turtles and Terminator crossover. You wish. Yeah. <laughs> you wish. Donatello, watch out. No, it, literally the plot of that one is like three ninjas all take a piece of this statue that means something to the like rival ninja clan. And they are threatened of trying to get it back by, like, they'll send, like, mini wind-up robots to, like, Richard Harrison's apartment. So it's the trial and, of the temple. Yeah. And there's, um... It's... Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. It's it's the uh, Shrine of the Silver Monkey. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, there's also, like, actual, like, blue soft... Like, not soft shell, but, like, blue fin crabs. That, like, and he throws a ninja star into one. But they have nothing to do with the plot. And Richard Harrison is talking to, like, his enemies via a Garfield phone that has, like, light-up eyes, like, the uh, whole movie. It's insane, okay. right? And it, it's probably one of the best Godfrey Ho ones out there. And uh, we'll get to it. But I wanted, I wanted to ease us in a little bit. So, you know. uh, this film uh, stars Richard Harrison again, which... Once again, I do not know if he's sure he's aware that he was in as many movies as he is, because like we oh. said, he he filmed one thing like I wouldn't be surprised. And anybody maybe who's more familiar with Godfrey Ho and stuff is like, send us the footage of Richard Harrison talk, talking on the phone again with somebody or uh, being in a yellow and red uh, ninja suit, which hot happens dog. in this film. Yeah. A mustard hot dog. <laughs> yes. Um so this film starts out with uh, just a random ninja running through the hills in a purple disco ball. Uh, what are they called? Geese? Are they geese? What a ninja wears. Okay, that's so inappropriate. We're called gays. Oh, I hate you. <laughs> God, I hate you today. <laughs> um, <laughs> geese. <laughs> no, I really don't know what it's called, but um, yeah, it's real jazzy. I kind of was like, I like it, but too much sequins. It's a lot of sequins. Yeah, it looked like a like a quilted packing blanket. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it did. Um, so that's one. And jogging through the woods. Yeah, he's jogging through the woods, and this is what happens a lot. A lot of the dialogue in this film. Oh, and we'll get. I there's there's a clip that uh, I wanted to play. Uh, and and, and here's, here's one of uh, the opening uh, dialogue clips. 
James McAvoy? Oh, no, sorry, James McCoy. Why must you challenge me? It's fate. I was born a ninja warrior. And I have to prove myself to all ninjas that I'm the best around. No, the best ninja now is Gordon. Yeah. I'll challenge him too. You won't have the chance. He will not accept your challenge. He will. He can't refuse me when he receives the ninja challenge card. God. Then you've got to defeat me first. <coughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> That's my favorite. I... God. So... <laughs> It's uh, <laughs> it's I wanted to play it because it's like it's so stunted, right? Yeah. Number one, to set it up, he is faced down by what looks like Napoleon, Napoleon Dynamite. Dynamite. <laughs> yes, that's what I was thinking too. Um <laughs> uh, who, who is, like in the scene right now when he's talking, it looks like he has like extreme buck teeth. But then whenever you yes. see him like in a few seconds, it's like perfect white teeth. And I was but like, Oh, that's called a stunt he double. Also, is dressed exactly like um, Ninja Master Gordon in the film. Okay, he's also dressed like the Yellow Ninja <laughs> from Power Rangers. Yeah, like so Power he's... Rangers had their Ninja. Yeah, yeah. The Power Rangers Ninja, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And so I watch that in the mornings because a... sometimes it's pretty good. He's Alicia. Yeah, or, or the, right? the black girl. Well, so from there it. was okay. So that's from Power Rangers the movie with Ivan Ooze. Mm-hmm. But then they also I, legitimately it was had Aisha. I don't remember. It's, it's, I got to rewatch. It's the black that's girl. a great movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then they also had Power Rangers Ninja Force, which is also pretty good. That was I the only second. I know. Turbo I know. I s- oh, God. You stopped after Turbo? Yeah. Why would you? I didn't even you? watch Turbo. I only watched the original no, Power no, no. Rangers. I watched Turbo the movie, which we'll do on oh, here. And okay. then I was done. Yeah. Yeah. I watched the Basically, original I just Power wanted Rangers. The, my original characters. And once they trickled away, I was done. Yeah. Yeah. It, or, no, I was done when they brought a kid and he grows into full size every time he's in the Power Rangers suit. Oh God, that's when I that's was done. Stupid. That's in Turbo. Yeah. We'll yeah. talk about Power Rangers later. But <laughs> it did look like they were all just like off-brand Power Rangers. Because like... I just have a huge problem with the ninjas in this film. Well, they're also called, like, off-brand Power like, Rangers. I'm Red Ninja. I'm Blue Ninja. But then they're well, not wearing those colors. They're always wearing black. Right. Like, they didn't have the budget <laughs> to buy different colored ninja costumes. Right. So, uh, uh, ninja, ninja Master Gordon, mm-hmm. right, which is Richard Harrison in this film, he's called the Red Champion. But he's Hot Dog. Yeah, he's with red mustard. with a lot of yellow. Or as the IMDb <laughs> synopsis said, <laughs> Ronald, Ronald Mac- MacDonald. Not Mac- McDonald. A Ronald MacDonald ninja. So he's Mac from Sunny. Yeah. Um, and then he has to fight in this film the Green Serpent, the White Dolphin, and the Purple Falcon. None of those are real colors you see <laughs> right? in the movie. Also, like, the Purple Falcon looks like Cobra here. Yeah. Right? <laughs> but it's not. It's not? No, oh, he's shit. not the purple falcon. He's Cobra. Okay. <laughs> right? He should be the purple Cobra. <sighs> right? Yeah, but like just like Power Rangers things, it's like, White Tiger! You know? Tyrannosaurus! Yeah. Dragon Sword! Right? I just remember Kimberly going, Pterodactyl! Yeah. <laughs> Saber to Tiger! Saber to Tiger! She did say it like yeah. that. I can't even... <laughs> I love that movie. Power Rangers, the movie. Okay. Be the swallow. Well, th- th- Trini's not even in that, though. Who? Trini. I don't know who that is. Sabretooth Tiger. Oh. Sabretooth Tiger. Yeah, she is. No, she's not. They get their t- Sabretooth ones. Nope. Or is that Aisha The movie? It's Aisha. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> that's when you have, like... Because also, um... Their races were their colors. Like, the Native American was black. No, that's in the show. It was already changed over by then. 
Well, no, because oh, Adam yeah. Adam okay. is the Black Ranger at that point. Uh, we'll get we'll do. Yeah. All right, Power Rangers the podcast. Here it yeah. comes. <laughs> I could do that. Oh my god, we we re- you just riff on like the episodes, but we watch every single Power Rangers oh, ever. Born, done, 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 so raised. Done. Here we go. We'll have to search because every single episode yeah. would be in like literally once Zordon reveals to them. I just miss Billy. Yeah, oh, yeah, oh. you would. Well, yeah. <laughs> But he was representation, like but not yeah. actually. No, no, he actually. I was like, my sexual awakening was Billy the Blue Ranger, and mm. he actually, um, he liked my tweet. So. He looks, he looks good now. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So back to our movie. <laughs> Ninjas like kind of suck. Trying to avoid this movie. So no, these two have a fight. Uh, they because the, this dialogue is just like, then you'll have to challenge me. And he goes, sure. Yeah. <laughs> like, and that's what happens. Like, there's so many points in this film where it's like, okay. Uh, like, <laughs> er, l- later on in a scene, uh, a couple scenes from now, it's like, mother, tomorrow I'll go to town and rustle up some work. And then the scene just like switches over to town. And you're like, all right. Like, he's <laughs> going fast. Okay. <laughs> um, so, yes, they these two ninjas have a fight. Uh, in this world, uh, ninjas, I guess. Do a spinny move, and just like Power Rangers, they just oh now my hood's up. Well, also and I'm ready in this to go, world, and I've turned into a different person. When you backflip, <laughs> you disappear. So. Yes, yes. Whoop. So yeah, Richard Harrison as Ninja Master go? Gordon does this move in every single fight where he defeats his enemy, pulls, murders straight pull, up murders, yeah, pulls off his face mask mm. right very slowly. Uh, like he's a cowboy, does like a finger move. And then flips backwards and disappears mid-flip. It's like, bloop. Yeah. Like, fades out, disappears. Not even that. It's like, boing. Like, yeah. a, like a bewitched noise plays. It's like, thunk. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and then this... that's it. Yeah. <laughs> like This is also our third new podcast called Noises People Make When They Disappear. <laughs> Which there should never be any. Womp. <laughs> so god we are insane today uh, i've just given into my ADD. now it's switch okay. over to actually introducing ninja master gordon oh so the weird thing about that first season or this first these first scenes oh cobra kills that guy oh yeah and that's it this yellow guy is dead right but um that okay <laughs> he's dressed in yellow sorry yeah Oh, yeah. yeah. That wasn't Moving a statement. On. Okay. But um, it looks like it's all dubbed, but it's actually what they're all saying. Sometimes. Yes. So in this, like, it is all overdubbed, right? And in certain cases like this, like, anything that Richard Harrison did or any Caucasian people. Yeah, no, no, no. All the English, like, if they look them. like they speak English. Yeah. <laughs> That also, God, okay. we're just I'm <laughs> digging a hole right now. <laughs> right? Basically, but it's true. Any Hold white on, person, let me pull no. out the soapbox. Yeah. <laughs> Any white person in this film uh, speaks English. Right, but and, it's still been overdubbed later in the studio. But it's like still the same words right. that they're saying. No, that, I, really I, that's what overdubbing me means, yeah. where it's like you're talking over the yeah. same thing. Like Basically, we didn't get... Um, this happened in uh, 1990, The Bronx Warriors. Yeah. Where it's like we... Got audio on set, but it's horrible because it's not a quiet yeah. on the set situation. So the whole movie is ADR, right? <laughs> exactly. So this is this is it, that. That's well, what it overdubbing. Threw me off because I was like, oh, okay. So it's I'm gonna just 
it's going to match up. And then it switches to the other movie that we're watching halfway <laughs> through, and it's not matching up. And I was like, oh, okay. All it, right. It picks and chooses which yeah. w- if it's going to be the current movie or a so past weird. movie. So, yeah, um, we switch over to... So, Ninja Master Gordon, by, uh, played by Richard Harrison. Um, he is uh, talking with uh, four guys who just went through training with him. Uh, they they trained at some secret base. Uh, it looks like a military base, probably in Japan. And this is the right? last time they'll ever talk to him. Not all of them. Really? Someone talks to Ninja Master Gordon again? Kirk does, on the phone, at... After he's hired to assassinate oh, him, not really. <laughs> well, I mean, they put it, they pieced it together. Yeah. But at the same time, it actually might have been that part might have been the same movie because they are in the same scene with him. Okay. So that's where it gets yeah. confusing. Of like, if you're really trying to dig and find like what scenes are actually a part of this film to make it all make filmed and make it make sense, you will have trouble sometimes, and other times you're like, oh, that's clearly. For this movie and its plot. Do you think Godfrey Ho has his own personal exploding car scene? <laughs> Maybe. The same one, just like, like Lloyd Kaufman the, yeah, with like, the <laughs> car flip? Yeah. Yeah, probably. Yeah. He's like, he's probably used the same. Put this in there. <laughs> that's, that's why they, uh, it's probably the same boat that explodes every time Godfrey or something. Godfrey Ho. Yep. Asian Kaufman. Yes. Yeah. You know? but Kind of in his own way. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I think talks the same too. <laughs> Fuck the corporations. Yeah. Um we'll interview him. Love next. you Lloyd. Oh Lloyd, my favorite. Um <laughs> uh, so such a sweet man. Yeah. Um uh, so he is t- he's like, "Oh, your last day. What are you guys going to do on your last day?" And before they can like finish the conversation, a ninja, which also by the way, all ninjas in this film um, wear headbands that let people know they're ninjas. It yeah. just says it. One is like nin, you know, and then a ninja like face, yeah, and then ja after that. But face. one of them looks like they put it on kind of sideways, <laughs> yeah, but like right? so you can't see the full but also, word. Like, but they ninjas, like the graphic on the side. Ninjas don't just go yeah. around declaring that well, they're no, ninjas. They all belong to the same like dojo in East LA. I- <laughs> Cobra Kai? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. That's it. But that's the thing is they would, like, maybe it would say Cobra Kai because that's the dojo that they belong to. Yeah. They would not just be like, ninja, I'm here. I'm a ninja. Like, if you put them. But um, also, what ninjas go around wearing these outfits? If you put two of them God, together. They saw me again. And then you give them some cling wrap. It's a ninja, ninja wrap. Moving on. Um, so. Ninja. Ninja. Rat. Yeah, you know no, you want to sing along. No, 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 no. I don't. Okay, <laughs> you can't. You can't bring other bad movies into this bad movie That's to make it more movie. entertainment. You're telling me that Ninja Turtles Two: Secret of the Ooze is not a bad movie. It's a great movie for being bad. Uh huh. Turtles. Ninja. I was up on the roof, coming up with an idea, <laughs> like the best line out yeah, of any movie. Yeah, we'll get movie. there. Sorry. Come okay. on, stop. Like, okay. <laughs> um. So, as he's talking to them, like, a ninja just pops up out of a bush and just throws a tennis ball, <laughs> like, and it explodes into a cloud of dust, and everybody just kind of goes and, 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 and uh, just dives. But then, a ninja challenge card gets thrown. And what a ninja challenge... What do, what do you think a ninja challenge card is? Like... A spray-painted bubble wrap envelope. <laughs> 
That's what it looked like. But it's hard enough. No. So, like, it seems to be a metal envelope. Yeah. Right? Like a metal sheath, which inside of it contains a folded piece of paper. (laughs) Not even, like... Like that's the so to me I'm like what is the challenge card is it the envelope it's is like, there the whole he package opens it up and it's like this is a ninja challenge card like that's what I imagine is it just basically being yeah a ninja challenge card yeah or do you think it's like a playing card that just says like challenge yeah <laughs> well yeah or like an invitation like a wedding like you've been formally invited to the ninja <laughs> right. challenge <laughs> right but. Yeah, no, it's it's insane because it's just like let's throw a piece of metal that is yeah. an envelope onto the ground, have it stab into the ground, and then it'd be like, oh shit, oh ninja challenge card, well, I gotta go, guys. Right, and and that because a ninja ninja challenge card is basically saying, hey, you're a ninja, I'm a ninja, and I challenge you to a duel. That's it. You're a dude. I'm a dude. So. <laughs> called the tangent podcast for a reason i can't deal with it today (laughs) (laughs) so yes they keep on fighting and then we get all the four what do you mean they they don't keep keep on fighting sorry keeps on fighting see this is what (laughs) happens when you go on too many tangents i know you can't keep track here well that's the whole movie they keep on fighting and then they finish the movie there are 21 deaths in this film and nine of them are (laughs) no 12 hand-to-hand fights so you tell me right yep see they do keep on fighting yeah so all four guys after that, like nobody questions being like, "What's what just happened? What's a ninja challenge card?" Like literally, the scene just yeah. ends, and then uh, all four guys are like, "What are you gonna do?" Oh, I think I'm gonna be a singer, and he's like, "Yeah, see you on the Grammy Awards, right?" And he's like, "All right," and and that scene ends. And but they, so that scene, they all have like their own plans, and mm-hmm. then someone's like, "What if we all stuck together?" And someone's like, mm. <laughs> "There was one that's like." Yeah, no. I, I got stuff to do. And then another one was like, yeah, I'm pretty busy. And then the other guy turns to the other guy and he's like, what if I joined you? And he's like, I'm going to start a <laughs> band. So I got to go now. And they all are just like, we spent enough time. Sorry. I think my mom's going to die tomorrow. Yeah. And I got to go to her funeral. It's yeah, a thing. It's... You're not going to want to be there. I'm pre-booked. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> got to go. Right. Oh, I think I might have cancer tomorrow. Yeah. Um, so there are there are many scenes like the next one. Like so, basically, uh, we're introduced to uh, Chester. Now, Chester is a man who goes home to his parents, and his mom and his sister Lily are there, and I guess his father and his father's like, get a job. Right. And he's like, all right, I'll get a job. Right. And then the scene switches over and now we're switched over. That that was it. Yeah. Right. And then the scene switches over to Kirk. Kirk is arguably probably the most handsome and also does like the most work in this yeah. film. Right. Like he is actually really skilled out of the four of them. He turns it out. Right. So Kirk saves an old man from being bullied. Right. And then the old man is like, hey, do you got a place to stay? And he's like, no. He's like, follow me home, right? And then I think this is my favorite line of dialogue. She just stays home all day and cooks. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) This is one of those scenes, too, where it was like, 
he was talking so much that they had to have him repeat his lines yes. to fill these gaps. So this is in. this is that prime example of what you were talking about. <laughs> Ready? Here we go. Rose, I'm back. Coming, Dad. I, I live here all alone with my daughter Rose. Rose cooks. All she ever does is cook. She never went to school, you see. Rose can't do anything but cook. Mm. Who's he, Dad? Ah. This brave young man tried to help me when three bastards tried to beat me up. Can't you see that he's hurt? Now help me bring him into the house. Then you can go cook some more. <laughs> That's my favorite part. Just shitting on her cooking. Like, I'm sure she takes care of you. Yeah. Like, you wouldn't have food if she didn't cook. Calm down, sir. Yeah. So th- that that to me is just so funny. that It's just like... Yeah, this is my daughter Rose. She's kind she of a cooks. piece of shit, but she cooks really good. Hey, you see this guy here? He's like, uh, he's got, he, he saved me, but like, cause he's good. You're a piece of shit. Go cook. But he like, he took the brunt of the beating. Yeah. And so they take him inside, and Rose is like, "You're not really hurt." And then he's like, sh- sh- "Let me sit on the bed." <laughs> yeah, he does. And she's just like, All right. "Okay." And then so. Uh, the old man is like, do you know who you beat up? You beat up like, okay, here's the problem with oh, Rose this. Rose is pretty. Rose is pretty. Yeah. Very pretty. Um, But the the film, the, the, the problem is that the film, because it's spliced footage of multiple things and certain, I guess, bad guys from certain movies mm-hmm. only were the bad guy that fought that specific actor in yeah. that film, right? So there's actually what seems to be three different main bad guys yeah there's ray. ray no it's russell it is um it's russell ringo ringo <laughs> and another one jay or ray no, no they're all r's that's why it's, i thought it was ray then no no i don't think it's ray so it's russell it is ringo i put a thing where i tried to figure out the last one's name ringo star it doesn't matter it really doesn't, I guess, right? Um, because I'm gonna go with Ray. Two of them are two of them are definitely they they say that they're brothers, right? And then another one seems to be Ringo is like the main one, yeah, the one that like I don't know dresses in a blue polyester suit and uh and and gets it big time by the end. So he's like, hey, uh, do you know whose men you beat up? They're at uh, Shakura Restaurant and uh, Shakura Restaurant and Lounge. I was yeah. like, oh, wow, did Shakura sponsor this movie, right? Because then they go and they switch over to Shakura and... She's like, I'm on tonight, my hips don't lie, and start <laughs> to feel your boy. Okay, so yes, they go into... All right. I love Shakira. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> Get mad at me I had for to do one time. I, sorry. Because <laughs> I, I, once I realize that you like something and you're laughing, I just got to just blow it out of proportion. So. <laughs> She's my favorite to imitate. Um, so there, yes, there it's Shakira rest Shakira. And he just walks in and it's like, he immediately just starts punching people yeah, in the but face. It, is this the part where he's just standing awkwardly and he's like kind of dancing and looks over at a guy and is like, eh. yes. And then the guy's like, what? And then he just punches him. 
There's also like, a lot of there's things. There's no build up. There's also a lot of fights where there's like it switches over to a random guy watching it. Like, heh. yeah, yeah. <laughs> God, I'm glad I'm not getting punched. Right. So he loses that fight, and they take him in the back. And then Russell also was like hey. intentionally, right? I guess so. Right. It looks. I was like, I think he's trying to get well, close so, to them. So his no, that is his plan. His plan is to to work for them. Yeah. Right. But then that doesn't quite make sense because the dialogue contradicts itself through this next scene. Yeah. So so Russell forces Kirk to work for him. Kirk's like uh Russell is basically like, Hey, this guy is really good at what he does, which is like what? Picking fights? Right. Right? Which I guess that's kind of what he wants anyway, right? So so Russell wants him to basically be like a bookie. And a uh, like a muscle yeah. to enforce strong arm. Yeah, for for their gambling ring, right? But he gonna pay him what two thousand bucks? Right. So he sends his goons to go kidnap Rose and the old man that he just saved. Right. I thought they went to interrogate the horse guy. No, not yet. Okay. <laughs> Hold on. See, the movie is in my brain. Yeah. It's just I don't want to. So he he basically is like, hey, I want you to work for me. So I'm gonna offer you a job. Which then Kirk, Kirk is like, no deal. Yeah. Right? And you're like, wait, I thought you wanted to work for them, right? And so Russell then threatens to hurt Rose and the old man, right? By saying, being like, uh, if you don't work for me, then we'll, uh, we'll see if Rose here is still a virgin. <laughs> right? Oh. And I'm like, all right. Uh, right? And he's like, these three guys will take we'll care of that. We'll go ask her if she's a virgin. <laughs> yeah, right? And they were like, and we'll chop. We'll chop up your friend in the uh, like little bits here, right? Oh. And and he's like, he's like, mm, that's not gonna work for me either. <laughs> like for some mm. reason, Kirk has all the power, and I don't understand yeah. it because then he's like, well, what would it take? And he's like, mm, how about a cut of the money that I strong arm? And he's like, deal, right? At first, the first was just like, you work for me two thousand a week, yeah. right? And that wasn't enough. Like somehow, Kirk, <laughs> like. Yeah. I don't understand it. Like it makes no sense. Like they actually had him. They had they they had two people, and Kirk's like, nah, I don't give a shit about them, you know. And but uh, so I'm gonna make a new deal, right? Yeah. So after this, Kirk gets into a fight during a negotiation with a, a horse race gambler, right? And this is a plot point that goes nowhere. Yeah. Right. Well, they send him. They're like. Hey, you're going to go, you're going to uh, strong on this horse guy, and you're going to make sure that he fixes the races for us so we get our money. Right. And then he goes and he's like, hey, <laughs> it's like a really weak attempt. It's not even like, listen, dude, we got to work together. Like, right. you got to fix these races. He's like, fix races? And the guy's like, no, I don't know you. <laughs> so he just bitch slaps yeah, him. Yeah, and he like <laughs> smacks the shit out of him and they start fighting. And he's like, oh. You have a tattoo of a naked lady. Right? He's like, oh, you are Scorpio. Yeah. Right? And I'm like, and he's like, I'm a Sagittarius. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, why Why are they talking about their signs? I don't know. Right? And he's like, you're Scorpio, so we're cool? Yeah, we're cool. Yeah. And that was it. it. But we don't even know what Scorpio is. Okay, so my assumption is, and it just was not played out after this, I think Scorpio is like the undercover Military agency, okay, like, but 
they've never mentioned them by name before or after this. It's one of Godfrey Ho's 10,000 other ninja movies that <laughs> yeah. are somehow connected to this. <laughs> yes. Uh, but it's, it's yeah, it's like a really bad Danny Trejo tattoo. Yeah. <laughs> like oh, on God, the chest terrible. of a naked lady. She's a real, like, buff naked lady, too. Yeah. So now we find out that that basically the reason Cobra in the beginning is like I'm going uh, I'm going to send a, a ninja challenge card to uh, to ninja master Gordon is that he is trying to place high stakes bets on um Gordon because he knows that Gordon will win uh anybody who challenges him right <laughs> Who's betting on ninja fights? I, <laughs> ninja fights that actually just seem to happen in the wild. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like, uh, you see the red also, champion. Also, how do they agree grazing... on that meeting place? Like, go think... to the National State Park. <laughs> <laughs> Park at the, like, Cherry Tree Hill Trail. The white and... dolphin will be there practicing. Yeah. And you will show up. And you will just... Go to town on each other. <laughs> oh, now it's like cruising. I know that one. No, I don't. But you're right. Like I don't understand it because, like, basically, throughout the film, there are scenes where Cobra is talking to like Russell or Ringo or any of them, right? And it's like John, Paul, George, right? Yeah. <laughs> um. Don't ever name anyone Ringo. No, that's just a bad idea. No. So they just meet in a national park. Yeah, they. I I don't know, but like, there's there's no setup. There's no like logistics. There's no more like metal cards like being delivered. Yeah. Being like, now you show up here, and there's right. the white dolphin. Like, there's no. I don't understand the rules of ninjas. You'll find each other naturally, right? <laughs> but apparently, they mentioned that there is like uh, ninja commandments. <laughs> Did you hear that? Yeah. So. Yeah, later on in the film, like the when, very end. when Gordon finds out that he's got, he he's basically been the the whole ninja challenge card was thrown at him in order to rig these bets. He's like, "You have you broken, broken one ninja. of the ninja commandments," <laughs> and I'm like, "There's ninja commandments? Yeah. You can't throw a card and start fighting just because you want to eliminate a Thou lot of people." Thou shall not wear three yeah. toed shoes. That <laughs> they. Thou shalt not have sequins on their costume. <laughs> Thou shalt not bring nunchucks to a sword fight. Like, I don't know. Why would you bring a shield? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so then we're also introduced to the family of... Whose family is it that has Rose and Mom? Okay. No, Rose... Re- Rose Ro- we've already been introduced to Rose. So... Who... Okay, now... No, I got this. Don't There's skip 10, ahead. Characters I told you that I would I I had to watch this film twice in order to make sure that we stayed on the oh, plot God. here. Okay? So like just let me lead this one. All right, keep <laughs> going, keep going. Okay. So after this, uh, Ninja Master Gordon shows up and uh basically fights his first challenge, the Green Serpent, right? Now all these fights are almost identical. Yeah. Other than the weapons of choice. The enemy is always dressed in black. Yep. The weapons are like a sword, a shorter sword? Well, okay. So <laughs> yeah, one time one time it's a sword and uh one time uh Ninja Master Gordon has a sword but it has like 
rings in, yeah, like, in it down the, like down key the spine. rings like slipped on the <laughs> like back D of rings. it yeah, yeah. Uh, another time his opponent like has those like really cool like swords but they also have like side blade things i don't even know oh like what that ninja turtle has there's or no different. ninja turtle that has that. oh never mind i'm thinking of the one that's like a three size yeah. yeah their size no this thing is like it's it's a sword but it also has like coming off the handle that like curvature uh, blade yeah. thing i think they look awesome i don't know what they are though and then there's another time uh that it's it's just like two bigger wider like like I don't know, like Persian knights swords. Yeah. I, but all the swords also look like that, like plastic chrome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm like, they, they got to be careful with that. It's going to break. From Halloween club. <laughs> and so were these costumes. And then, so basically after this, um, Chester's mom is found hanging by Chester's sister, Lily, who then freaks out, gets kidnapped. And the scene switches over to the exact same scene, but now it's Chester yeah. finding his mom hanging. like Because the briefcase is stolen. Right. This briefcase, we don't know what's in it. I thought it was and, money. Well, there's two red briefcases. Yeah. It's weird, right? Briefcase with money and a briefcase with watches? Yeah. Bomb watches. Yeah, watch faces. 007 watches. Yeah, no, it's watch... It's watch faces that are supposed to be like very small proximity bombs, right? But we don't find that out till way later. Yeah. Right? And that's part of the problem is I don't know like one I don't know who the suitcase was for originally because it seemed like they made a deal and then they immediately like go steal the suitcase. So I'm guessing like they gave the courier money and then that courier what uh, they, they were immediately were off. like, "Hey, yeah. go steal back that suitcase!" But then someone else jumped in and stole the suitcase, right? Which they were like, "Who did that?" But I don't think we ever actually find out who actually stole it. They just assume it was always Chester. Yes, yes, and that's a part of the problem, though, too, because that's not the suitcase full of bombs. I guess it was the suitcase. That's full just of another what suitcase. We think is money? What yeah. I think is money. And that's I think that this is a prime example of like oh we found a movie where there's a red suitcase and there's going to be a scene where there's actually two red suitcases so yeah. whatever well i don't even think both red suitcases are in one image together i think they, they are were... in the when they introduce the bombs oh, mm-hmm. gross. that's what confused yeah. me so uh now chester is like i swear revenge on i don't know ringo's clan or whatever the beatles right and then so chester goes <laughs> God damn you, Lennon! <laughs> Imagine a world where I kill you! <laughs> I hope none of you go solo. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, they all went solo. Yeah. <laughs> I just can't let it be! Paul! <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Ringo, that's a guy. Yeah. So Chester goes... To, I guess, one. Oh, you are right. It's Ray, but it's Raymond. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I finally found the line where I, because I wrote Raymond slash Ringo. I went, Chester goes to Raymond slash Ringo's house. Yeah. Because I don't know which one. Yeah. And um, he, he's like, 
Were you the one to kidnap my sister? And just breaks a bottle and just stabs a guy to death. Yeah. Just like, and, uh, like, I like to imagine he was like, I don't even know who you are. But it was also kind of done, like, just below the shot. So it's like yes. you see him break a bottle and it's like. <laughs> like he was just poking a wet sponge yeah. full of red goo. So then Kirk, back to Kirk. Yeah. He's hired to assassinate Ninja Master Gordon because Ringo. Um, this is another thing that's weird. It's like Cobra says that Ringo and his henchmen can't bet, like on on Ninja Master Gordon. They have to bet on the competition. Yeah, and he's like, "Wait, what?" And he's like, "Why?" And he goes, "Because my favorite color is red." And you're like, "What? That's not how bets work." And also, like, why is Cobra in charge of like like the bottom line here? Yeah. And then who's also, like, who is running the betting? Like, I know the betting ring, but, like, who's in charge of all this? Yeah. Like, so they're pissed off that Ninja Master Gordon killed the first opponent and they lost money. So they're like, hey, we want you, Kirk, to go and assassinate Ninja Master Gordon by sniping him on a building. And then this will take care of the whole problem and he won't lose, you know, we won't lose to him anymore. And so Kirk goes there, and he looks down the scope, and he sees, oh, no, it's my trainer, right? And he's like, I can't do that. And instead, calls him up on the phone later, and he's like, hey, this is the deal. Um, They hired me to assassinate you, but obviously I didn't. (laughs) And and, and this is what Cobra is doing. He's he's, uh, he's trying to to rig the entire ninja challenge. So – Ninja Master Gordon's like, I'm going to have to teach him a lesson. Moving on. So after this, (laughs) uh, some people are making out on Raymond's private beach. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So some people are making out. Now, this happens because this happens in Miami Connection as well. Like, do you ever see people like make out like in in shallow water? Uh, Like, what is that? Why does this happen? It's because like, it's supposed to like beaches, romance. Mm, yeah, they're lovely. just straight up making ocean, out as privacy, the ocean's just pouring sand over them. in your butt. Right? And Raymond's like, who the hell are those? Go get them. Right? They straight up beat the shit out of him. While yeah. Chester watches, because Chester's been like doing, I guess, uh, reconnaissance on, on all the buildings, trying to figure out who has his sister, Lily. Reconnaissance. What? What did I say? You're like, reconnaissance. Whatever. You just. <laughs> So you could have said it right, but it sounded funky. Sure, reconnaissance. <laughs> uh, and then they kidnap this guy, and I couldn't figure out for like a good—is he twenty part of the minutes? Foreman? He is. Okay. This this guy's name is David. So what happened to that lady? Gone. Doesn't matter. Bye, bitch. Yeah. No, and not like doesn't matter. Like I'm yeah. being dismissive. She like just, she's like, just gone. She's not one of like the two hench women, right? No, that are like, we are sorry, we did so wrong. Right? And then he's like, okay, I so, forgive you. So they don't even know who David is, but I guess they assume that David is like a spy or something because they're immediately beating the shit out of him, right? And then they want him to talk, and he's like, I'll never talk. And but then immediately is like, I'm a cop, and they're like, <laughs> all right, well, like you already know you're in hot water, and then yeah. you just like. I'm also a cop. So, <laughs> yeah. And and this is, okay, this is a great thing, like, where they're like, 
do it, torture him. And like the guy's got the fi- hot fire poker, but then giggles. He's like, he's like, <laughs> yeah. and uh, like that is almost identical to what it sounds like. It's not even yeah. like, a, and you're like, what happened? Well, isn't the first guy with the fire poker one of the four? And he's like, you got to burn him. And he's like, uh, yeah. and then he won't do it. So no, he's like, here you do it. No, the giggly guy. No, he's just a bald guy. I thought someone couldn't burn someone. No, oh. no, no, no. The, the guy who's giggling and can't burn him yeah. is just a bald guy with a with a with like a, a goatee. Oh, but he didn't burn him, right? No, he didn't. He's yeah. just giggling. He's like, like, I can't do it. <laughs> right? Yeah. And he's like, you can't do it. I'll do it. Right? And it's another one of those things where they're like, well, we need a torture scene. And here's one that we filmed a long time ago. But for some reason, that guy like laughs before he does it. So. But it's definitely like only steam because it's like a mildly warm <laughs> metal object against a wet T-shirt. So it's like, and the guy's probably like, that's nice and warm. Yeah. I'm a little cold. And he doesn't talk. So they're like, we'll just leave him locked up down here. right? And it turns out that there's a crack in the wall. And that David can see Lily. Well, Lily first forces through her scarf to try That's right. and Lily, tickle yeah. someone. <laughs> Why is she forcing a scarf through a wall? So that I guess he can see that there's a like, red scarf poking out the pay wall. Pay attention right yeah, here. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. Instead of just being like, hey, you over there. Right. Or tapping, maybe just tap on the wall. Right. Something, you know. Uh, cause I don't know if I was like badly burned from a torture and like bloody, like he is last thing I'd notice is like a little piece of I red know. fabric sticking out of like, a crack in the wall. I would have pulled on it and been like, Ooh, a scarf. <laughs> it just keeps going like a magician's yeah. scarf. Oh no, no, no. God, the wild, the clown is in the wall. <laughs> Shit. So yeah, Lily and David are side by side, right? Like I said, I could not figure out that this was David or that he was actually part of the four. Yeah. Four. 20 minutes like as all this is going on i'm like who is this guy right so then uh ninja master gordon has another battle and does the same thing kills the man backflips disappears (laughs) right love the music though like every single time it's got some pretty catchy tunes i'm gonna fight too (laughs) Uh, so then Russell tries to get Lily to talk about where Gordon is so they can get that suitcase back. Yeah. And first he like charms her being like, Hey, if you tell me where it is, I'll let you go. And she's like, I'll never talk. And immediately takes a three sixty uh, on his attitude, uh, when he doesn't get his way, knocks her unconscious. And then what, seems to be like it it's always sleazier when it's i don't know like asian tidy whitey rape i mean i've seen I, I i feel like i've seen this kind of thing before yeah like do you do you, uh, you ever watch like the old uh not old but like uh, uh like old boy or visitor q Oh, no, because I heard old boy was supposed to be really, like, violent. Well, it's violent. It's incestuous. (laughs) There's a whole bunch of stuff going on. But that seems to be, like, it's just, like, 
creepy Asian and tidy whiteies is about to do something yeah. sexually perverted, Ooh. right? It just ha- I'm like this is a stereotype too that I don't like. Yeah, right. And um, and it happens. Like he just strips down. She's completely unconscious. And uh, he gets to work. They don't show it, but it's implied, yeah. especially because like the next scene is her like disheveled, like passed out, like it definitely happened, yeah. right? And you're like, oh god, like I didn't need another reason to hate Ron- yeah. Russell, but like I guess yeah, let's go. Yeah, for we it. hate him. It's okay. Right? Um, well, that's the thing is like because these films, you would think this kind of film would like kind of steer like or lean towards exploitation mm-hmm. but it doesn't really yeah you know like it doesn't it's not bloody graphic in any way shape or form it does not exploit the female form at all no um even the one sex scene that is shown in full seems you like she's see in anything. pain yeah <laughs> like nobody's really seems to be enjoying themselves yeah they're just like well i guess we got to do it it's right. acting she, she's like no, 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 right? And and her face is equally as bad, but it's not this scene. That's like an actual consensual sex scene. Yeah, and they still don't. They're like, we must not show pleasure. Yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> it's for baby making only. Uh, right. <laughs> um, it's okay. I'm, I'm, it's not racist. I'm doing the uh, Master Splinter impression. <laughs> oh God! Making baby rats only. Master Splinter. <laughs> right. Coming. God, he does say that though. He does. It's no, it's great. One day we'll get to it. Uh fine. So um now after this uh Lily and David both get broken out by the fourth guy? Yeah. Who does not have a name. Like he's just I man. Tried to figure out like one IMDb doesn't list anybody but the no two Caucasian names. actors, yeah, right. Uh, and so I could not place like actor plus like it'll list the actor but not who they played in yeah. the movie. So I can't. There's nothing there I can figure out. And they never say the fourth guy's name. Like I I tried I tried running it back like to the very few scenes that he's in. Uh, nothing. He looks like the oldest of them all, too, yeah. right? So then Kirk, he has that painful sex scene with Russell's one of Russell's girlfriends. And right? she's got the betting information. Yes, which I also don't see how that's important. Right. Right? Because... Maybe they don't ninja know ma- that they're fighting. I don't know. Well, they do know that they're fighting because he contacted right. the ninja man. Yeah, he already contacted him, right? Unless it's like this is the information of where Gordon. I mean, well, that could also be the information that they turn to the police chief. I don't know. It's almost pointless. Like that information lets the police know, like, okay, there officially is a betting thing, and now we can take him down. Right, but not arrest them. Blow Blow them them up. up. Yeah. (laughs) So now, Russell comes in oh i love i I love how kirk he like uh the girl is like sleeping he kind of like gets off her like like she's laying on his arm he's like trying to get away like it's a one-night stand (laughs) but then like steal the information but then did you see it like he like pulls down her skirt yeah like like oh gotta cover the badge yeah (laughs) too much exposure oh no Oh god i I wanted to use you not have the audience oh come on jeez this is private 
Um, and then Russell comes in after getting off the phone with one of the other henchmen or and something. And he's like, what have you done? You're laying in bed almost naked. Who did yeah. you sleep with? Yeah, immediately. Like, Who did you sleep yeah. with, whore? Like, I was like, <laughs> I'm like, God, how does pretty he much, know? Pretty much like you're my whore, not anybody else's yeah. is what he's going for. Oh, right? yeah. Um, and he's like, where's the information? Right. And, uh, I guess I'm going to use that accent now. Damn it. Um, and, only mildly racist. Yeah. And she like looks around under the pillows and stuff. Like she just was hiding it. Uh, cause she was hiding it in some sort of like cloth envelope. I don't know. Nobody uses real envelopes. Yeah. But then she can't find it. So he just shoots her in shoots the Shoots her in the face. Right? Like point blank. But she also like. In any other movie, if someone gets shot in the dead, then the head, they're just like, uh, and then die. But she like grabs she, her like, head, like, oh my like, head, my cheek. She like threw her hands up to her forehead and is like, God, I've been shot in the head again, and then dies <laughs> again. Like uh, acting, yeah. So then Russell fights Chester because Russell thinks that Chester was the one to steal the information. So yeah. he goes to Chester's house and. Uh, they have a fight in which, like, maybe Russell, because Russell's the only one out of them that, like, you don't see uh, clearly that he's dead. But maybe he died in this fight. I'm not yeah. quite. He's like, huh, huh, uh, oh, wait, no. And, uh, like, on top of that bar. Yeah. So I'm not quite sure. Like, I, I did not count him in the deaths because I wasn't sure. So Well, who gets killed in, like, their motel room house? Like, there's a window that goes into their room, but then there's a balcony, and they're, like, oh, fighting on the balcony, but then he throws he himself off over. the balcony. Yeah, and he's the, that's just a henchman. I thought that guy was important. Nope. Oh. <laughs> Maybe. They definitely, like, they invade his house But he's not him. one of the, the, the three. I thought that was Ray. So, Russell, Russell definitely, like, either gets knocked out here at the, you know, laying on the bar. Yeah. Um, or dies via that. But, like, that's Russell. Um, Raymond is... He gets blown up. R- no, no. Ringo gets blown up. Okay. Raymond gets blown up via... Oh, yeah. Raymond gets... Okay, Ringo gets blown up in the boat. Raymond gets blown up with the watch on himself. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's your three mains. Yeah. So, spoiler alert, guys. <laughs> um. So then it's introduced that all four guys, I guess we're... This was the plan? Yeah. I don't know. They're all just having dinner, and they're like, here's the deal. But like, they're also like the police chief. Is that, did they, when is the police chief introduced? Yeah, we're right here. Okay. Right? So the police chief is like, here's what's in the briefcase. It's watch faces that have a 10-meter radius, so you got to get real close for him to actually Which, have any damage. That's 30 feet. Yeah. That's, that's a not, lot. That's still not bad. Yeah. That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. That's like a grenade. Right? That's like three slam dunks. I <laughs> I just remember like being like, oh, how do I slam dunk? They're like, good luck, shorty. It's 10 feet in the air, a basket. And I was like, oh, man. <laughs> True story. There's like no like more information than they told me I had to jump 10 feet for a slam dunk and I couldn't. Yeah, like, mean, true story. There was like not much information surrounding it, though. That was, and I, that's how I associate save thirty that feet for a party. Please <laughs> tell it again sometime. Hey guys, so you know how I know I was short. 
Long time ago, uh, I was under five feet, and they said you can't double, ju- jump double your height, yeah. <laughs> and that's how I correlate thirty feet. So they decide that their plan is or to go ten back, meters. To the where, back to their house, their secret hideout. Anybody seen Cobra vs. Ninja? He's still going. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, they go back to the hideout, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Oh, we could use the private beach to hide up there." And they're like, well, we'll plant a bomb on the boat for when they try to escape, but then we'll put bombs in the house to push them out. <laughs> I don't know. But then they were because... like, oh, but Guy can't return it, but his girlfriend or sister can because they won't suspect it. Yeah. And so, like, one of them is planting a bomb on a speedboat. Yeah. In which then another henchman that I didn't know his name the whole time. Uh, but he was like hair. He was losing his hair a little bit. It was like yeah. very thin on top, and he had a mustache. And he goes out to try to stop him on the boat. Then they have a like mid waist in the ocean <laughs> like karate fight. <laughs> and then like our good guy goes underwater, and then he's like, "Wait, where'd he go?" And then it just shows him like wash up on the shore. Shows him wash up on the shore. But it shows him wash up I on the shore, and go. he's like laying there like God, I escaped. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like oh god oh god I really need and then there's like I cannot some, tread water yeah there's like some running on the beach mm-hmm. the girl so she takes the briefcase in and he's like why are you returning this and not that other guy and she's like he's busy he's like out of town or something and then she like she just stands he's she like stands there and and well, he says overly, you don't have anywhere to be yeah overly looks guilty and like. Like, a shifty eye. She's like, she checks her watch about three times in ten seconds. But he's like, you don't have anywhere to be, so you can wait with us. But also... But just say, like, oh, sorry, I got a hair appointment. Okay, so like, also, also though, these bombs to seem to be triggered two different ways. You can either punch the little hand trigger. Yeah. Or you can wait for the timer to go off. Yeah. Right? So, like, why does she act so nervous like she has somewhere to be? Uh... I thought because it's said, a different movie. Yeah, it's a three-minute. <laughs> it's, it's a movie in yeah. which that was important I to the plot. That she had like the three-minute timer bomb on her, or in the maybe, but also like just trigger it because yeah. this this bomb, like whatever your death will do good, right? So he has one of the bombs, I guess, on him because he was looking at it, and they go chasing after her, and this is where she <laughs> like. Like, kind of prances around the beach as she's running and then does this flip right into the guy that we can't name. I don't know his name. And, yeah, he just comes out of nowhere, like, into her flip and pulls a gun. And that's when, like, a a henchman was chasing her with a sniper rifle. And that guy gets shot. And then Raymond comes out of nowhere and starts running. And they're like, quick, just hit the trigger. And he just, there's a body just explodes. Oh, he just blows. <laughs> he just, he just, and you see, like, chunks of clothing fall, but no <laughs> chunks of body, because everything's, no. like, fabric floating. And I was mist. like, wow, he was really blood. light. Yeah. <laughs> Pink mist. And so then Ringo realizes what's going on and uh, escapes capture because the police chief has now, like, shown up at the house and, like, there's a shootout. And Ringo escapes out to his beach, which I guess that was part of the plan. They're like, let him go because he's going to go on that boat with the bomb on it. And he's super pissed at Yoko. He's so pissed at both of them. They're like, please don't go. If you go, then, like, you know, they'll only capture you later and stuff like that. And he's like, shut up, bitch. 
right? Miss that. Slaps both of them in the face and then runs into the ocean. And they're both like, no, Ringo, no. And he's. You just glossed over my Yoko Ono joke. Yeah, because it was more racist than my impression. It wasn't. It was a Beatles reference again. Yeah, nothing about race in there. Oh, that's okay. Because everyone was mad at Yoko Ono. <laughs> they were like, "Come on, you stole John." I thought you were doubling down on the racism no, I was just of like, being Asian and Yoko's Asian, no. and it all connected. I mean, it does kind of connect. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> it was all just purely a Beatles joke. Oh, okay. I don't see color. Uh huh. That's a lot. We all see color. And you saw. Do. You saw that ninja was yellow in the beginning of the oh movie. Oh my god! It was a white guy in a yellow outfit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Ringo's like, I got to get on this boat, and then the boat's like, deuces. <laughs> and he blows up real good. Yep. Real clean and fresh. And that's the end of the first movie. Yeah. But wait. Well, so then, like, the two, the hench women, they come out, and they're like, you're in trouble. And the police off, the police captain's like, Meh. what have you two done? And they're like, we're so sorry. We didn't mean to do anything bad. We were just following orders. And then he's like, okay, I guess they can go free. And they're like, you caught the captain on a good day. And I was like, I don't think that's how the law works. But <laughs> no. okay, sure. Good thing we're not in America. That, yeah, that's the end of the first movie. They all like high five and it freeze frames. They're like, woo. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Yeah. Uh, but then, wait, there's more. Yeah. Uh, there's always more. So G- Gordon, Ninja Master Gordon, did call up uh, Cobra and be like, I know what you're doing. I challenge you. And he's like, I accept that challenge. Like, and then he bets on himself like a million dollars. Right. Like smooth move. I know. Right. It's all been leading up to this. I'm like, why didn't you just make that bet? The first bet. Like, so they show up and Gordon's like, you son of a bitch. You killed all those men. He's like, um, you You killed all those men. And he's like, all right, well, uh, uh, like he gets very, he's like, uh, well, I'll, ninja girl, and I'll, I'll revenge them. Yeah, <laughs> it's like you'll revenge what yourself. Yeah, what so are you gonna? You would have to sacrifice yourself. Yeah, you're gonna do that ninja honor thing where you just yeah. stab yourself in the gut. Seppuku. Yeah, that's it. Ooh, good, good call. Mm-hmm. Um, no, <laughs> yeah, it's just. It's just like uh, you did it. Like, yeah, you I, literally didn't have to jump out of the shadows, like materialize a weapon and be like you're dead because i somebody threw a metal envelope at me yeah (laughs) but that's what he did four times in this movie like if anybody's kind of the bad guy it's ninja master gordon here the red champion the red and yellow mcdonald (laughs) oh so cobra and ninja finally showdown and they seem to continually producing weapons out of thin air. Yeah. Like, the first time, like... It's like... Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> yeah. Mortal Kombat! Mustard. Ketchup. Fight. Purple. <laughs> Sequins. <laughs> yeah. Mortal um, so Cobra has a shield and he throws it around the room like Captain America. Right. <laughs> right. And the, every time like a, a weapon gets thrown, by the way, like it doesn't hit anybody because like the- <laughs> Ninja, his name's not actually it's it's Gordon. Like that's another thing. It's not actually Cobra versus Ninja. It's Cobra versus 
ninja master, yeah. if anything, right? But so uh Cobra has a spear, right? No, that's that's Gordon. Oh, okay. So then it's the shield. So Cobra throws the shield <laughs> right as uh Ninja Master throws, throws the, spear, the spear like a lazy limp yeah. javelin. But so like Cobra kind of flips over it and it looks realistic. But then like Ninja Master Gordon, he does a backflip while the yes. shield's like in front of him. So yeah. it's like And the shield's like superimposed. Yeah. I was like, that doesn't look good at all. Oh, the no, shield just missed him. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't like he dodged it. It was like, I'm gonna do a backflip while it's missing me. Right. Also, like, I guess is this part of the ninja commandments as well? Like, thou shalt do as many flips as possible. Yeah. Like Don't stay on the ground. There are so many times when like one guy like falls to the ground and then the other guy's like he has a chance to like take him out, but decides to like do a flip sideways yeah. instead before like approaching again. Or they'll like, I don't know, they'll be like on opposite sides of the screen, and then they'll like do flips on their own end, like they're showing off. Like I feel like Ninja in this world isn't as much about actually accomplishing the task yeah. as it is about being flashy. I don't think they're real ninjas. There's a lot of flair here. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, that's what the ninja challenge is they're all about. Jazzy. The ninja, well, it's about elimination. You know, yeah. it's a ninja challenge. It's like drag racing. <laughs> RuPaul's ninja race. <laughs> RuPaul's ninja race. Gentlemen. The 20th season. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God, no. <laughs> no. Honey. Yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> murder. So, uh, yeah, Gordon manages, surprise, surprise, to kill Cobra. Mm -hmm. Takes off his mask, does the mask thing again, but this time just walks away. Yeah, he's like, I've used up all my teleportation. Yeah, right? So I'm going to walk home. Back to the command center, Zordon. Yeah. (laughs) And end film. Blessed be. Blessed be the end of this film. Blessed be Godfrey Ho, creator of Z Cinema. I don't think I would ever recommend or watch this again. Not this one. No. No. Never. Uh, If it had more scenes like the end, absolutely. Yeah. And that's what I was mentioning about Ninja Terminator is like the crab scene and the wind-up robot that delivers the message to, to, um, to Harrison and everything. They're in, like, the beginning, so, like, the movie just continually has crazy moments in it. This is just, like, God, who are you? Yeah. What are you? I don't... Rudimentary. Uh, yeah. So, I picked a great one for the show, but no, I wouldn't recommend this either. Bam. No, absolutely. Did you find any reviews? All of the reviews, there were a total of eight, four on IMDb, four mm-hmm. on Amazon. None of them were the exact same, so that's pretty good, but all of them were, like... I gave it a 2 out of 10 because it's pretty weird. Yeah. And then it was just like synopsis reviews where it's just like, it was great because this happens and this happens and I love this character. Or it was like, good quality. Glad I found the DVD. Like, thanks, Amazon. That's not a review. I hate when people (laughs) leave reviews of their product and it's like, I loved this DVD. What? Why? No. (laughs) That's not... uh, so nothing. Yeah. You nothing. got nothing. We got there. nothing. Yeah. So no give me five this week. Uh, that just about does it for us. Uh, make sure that you rate, review, and subscribe. Follow us on uh, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Bombs Away Show. 
reach out to us, contact at Bombs Away Show. If you're listening to this in the first two weeks that it was out, tickets are still available to Miami Connection on August 16th. If you're in the Southern California area, please join us at the Frida Cinema in Santa Ana for this amazing live one-night-only event where we will be screening Miami Connection, having an 80s pre-show party, prizes, giveaways, and then a live version of our show making fun of the movie you just saw. Miami Connection's like the good version of this movie. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's the way fun version. It's the fun version, yeah. Right? Uh, So join us for uh, that. You can still get tickets at thefreedacinema.org or at our Eventbrite page, which is bombsawaylive.eventbrite.com. That just about does it for us. I'm Jonathan. I'm Jarrett. And Ninja! Hey, this is Jarrett with the Bombs Away podcast, and we are here in the Frida Cinema recording our podcast. So the Frida Cinema is a program of the Long Beach Cinematique, and it's located here in Santa Ana in Southern California. It serves the neighboring communities, and it is a non-profit art house cinema dedicated to enriching, connecting, and educating communities through the art of cinema. It's here to entertain, and that's why the entertainment industry exists. So what they show on these screens is pretty amazing. They have things such as the director series, and it features directors such as Martin Scorsese, Mel Brooks, and Lloyd Kaufman. Lloyd Kaufman, if you didn't know, did The Toxic Avengers and The Class of Newcomb High. They also have something called Friday Night Freakouts, and this is presented by OC Weekly. It has films that are among the horror or sci-fi kind of genre. They've done films such as Lost Boys, Hackers, and The Room. They've also featured anime like Your Name and Akira. Some other things they do are double features. They've done things such as Hot Fuzz mixed with Shaun of the Dead, which is actually two pretty good films. They also show a lot of cool things among the lines of indie films. They have The Void, which is currently on Netflix, and they also have had Academy Award-winning films such as Best Film winner Moonlight, which I think is pretty awesome that it showed in this space before it actually went up. If you want more information about Showtime's location and everything film and entertainment related to the Frida Cinema, you can go to www.thefridacinema.org. You can also follow on Facebook at facebook.com slash thefridacinema, and on Instagram and Twitter at thefridacinema. The Frida Cinema, for filmmakers, for filmgoers, and for you. This has been a production of Big Bulb Entertainment, executive produced by Jonathan Young. For more media and information, visit us at www.bigbulbentertainment.com. Big Bulb, what's your bright idea? (laughs) 